Hello, and welcome to the Soul Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Doyle, and I'm so glad you're here. On this episode, we have a very special guest, my dear friend and collaborator, Carrie Ferber. Carrie is an intuitive channel, grief guide, and just an all-around amazing, amazing person to have in your court. I'm so glad you're here today, Carrie. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Nicole, you are such a light in my life. I'm so happy to be here. Excited for this conversation. Yeah, I'm an energy healer, grief guide, soul activator, divine feminine activator. I bridge human hearts back to the heart of this planet, Mother Earth. And that's a little bit about me. Love it. Carrie's so humble in everything she does, but she's so cool. <laughs> Carrie also didn't mention she's a super Sagittarius traveling the world all the time. And I live vicariously through her in the best way because she just has so many cool adventures. So today I'm excited to tap into some of your wisdom, everything you've learned. And, you know, Carrie and I originally met in a group coaching program. And I always tell this story differently, but it's funny we had this Facebook group and it was like, Carrie had posted something and I kind of halfway read it. And then I was like, yeah, I'm in, like, would love to chat. And it was like about going live on Instagram. And at that point I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not even out of the coaching, like, like gate. I haven't even like really told people I'm doing this. And so I was like, oh my gosh, Carrie, I didn't know that we wanted to go live on Instagram. So we ended up having this great soulful chat on zoom and we bonded over the fact that we both lost our parent, what a parent, in our 20s. So my mom, you know, passed when I was 22. Carrie lost her father in her late 20s. And it was just a bonding point. You know, it's sad to bond over something like that. But we realized, wow, we have such a resonance on many levels, including the fact that Carrie had lived in the Philadelphia area up until like a month before we met. And I, we didn't ever like, you know, connect before then. So it was such a unique resonance. We became fast friends, collaborators, and I'm just so glad that we met. And over this past year and a half, Carrie and I have had some wild times together. We've done some crazy travel experiences. We've had, you know, healing experiences, business experiences, and it's just been such a joy to like do stuff together like this. It's been absolutely incredible. And I think what a ride, Nicole. You know, I feel like I've, I know I've known you for so many lifetimes and it's just been truly like miraculous how it did all weave together for both of us. And like you already mentioned to have met after I already kind of moved out of the Philadelphia area did kind of make it that much more special of like, wow, this person is meant to be in my life. And like, let's, it, it just kind of made it this seamless friendship that kind of organically became all these other things for both of us. And um, I'm just so grateful for all of our adventures because there have been some really hilarious times. Um, and I think that's just only brought us closer to ourselves and each other and our loved ones. And I'm just, yeah, the past year and a half feels like so much longer, but also a short amount of time in general. But yeah, excited <laughs> for all the years ahead, Nicole all of the years and the times ahead. It's going to be great. Absolutely. And one thing I have to say about you, Carrie, is that all of the unique and fun experiences that we've had together, one thing I appreciate most about you is that as a friend and as someone who, you know, we met in a program, we met on the internet, and then we made the effort to connect in person when we could, that you've always made that effort. And I feel like when you meet people in your adult life, it doesn't always work out that way. You know, people say like, oh, let's do this or let's do that. And it never comes to fruition. 
but together when we were like let's do stuff like we made it happen and I feel like that that has exponentially like changed the way that our friendship has unfolded and how we resonate together and you know throughout that time like I've experienced Carrie's gifts firsthand so Carrie does a lot of cool energy healing and I was lucky enough one time I pulled out my back I was like picking up a bean and it was like out of my garden and it wasn't even I just twinged like a little thing and Carrie's like do you just give me permission to send you some energy healing and I was like you got you carte blanche do whatever you need so I was like laying on the floor like please anything help and I was astounded like I believe in that but I was like not sure what could help this tinge in the back because when you're in pain or something and just that little experience I was like holy moly okay amazing but then like I've experienced your healing in person Carrie does these really cool virtual activation events every month into your heart and at first I was like oh do I like qualify for am I cool enough for this and Carrie's like of course you're cool enough for this please join and every month is a different theme but like your ability to bring people back to this heart-centered area of life is astounding. Like I see all the people on your calls experiencing mega transformations. I'm experiencing wild activations on my own, like mind blown every single time. So tell us about your connection to the heart and how you feel like that's really part of your mission and part of what you're bringing on this earth walk. Yeah, I love this question because I think a lot of my life I have spent in my mind I've spent living from my mind. I had terrible anxiety as a child, my teenage years, my twenties. Um, I felt very like energetically scattered and fragmented and distracted. Like just kind of like, what is this experience? What am I supposed to be experiencing? Where, what is my mission? What is my purpose? All of those kind of natural, I would say questions. And then, I started to unpack what it actually means to be in this human body and what our body is sharing with us at any moment in time. And then that kind of naturally led to this, like, okay, like I'm going to set this attention to kind of drop from my headspace down to my heart. I'm like, what is it? What does it actually mean and feel like to live a heart led life? And that's been a journey. Like I'm still in that journey. It's a, it is a, it is its own soul bloom, truly, but just from the heart. And so I think it's just been my own experience of figuring out what that actually means and what that feels like, how to actually tap into the magic that is here in the heart. Um, it can seem a little elusive and a little aloof. And then when you just start working with yourself and start working with your own energy, and kind of releasing attachment to stories that we tell ourselves in our mind and just kind of how beautiful and magical the mind can be and also seeing its limitations in kind of going rogue sometimes, at least in my experience, when really like the heart can't go rogue. You know what I mean? It only knows truth. It only knows unconditional love. And so it's been this like, constant like air balloon hot air balloon drop just like gently settling back down from the mind back into my heart and I, I the last thing I'll say on that is really you know my dad died from a massive heart attack it was a very sudden um, and unexpected death and that kind of just got me thinking about okay the heart you know and, and dealing with his autopsy and a bunch of other things in his passing really 
sparked and illuminated the, the physical body part of the heart and the energetics behind that body part and um, the powerhouse that it actually is into our multidimensional selves, into our, our soul gifts. And it's just, it's an ever expanding portal where I, I, I love all the under, other wonderful chakras in our energy bodies, but I'm especially partial to the heart chakra just because it is this kind of magical, beautiful soul portal just for you, just for you to actually tap into um, if you choose. And there was a long part of my life where I wasn't choosing that. And now I am choosing that. And it's fun and exciting and empowering. And yeah, so a big part of that, you know this, Nicole, like what we grow through, what we go through, we're also meant to teach in certain Mm -hmm. ways. And this is just one of the things that weaves itself into my, the wisdom that I've gleaned from within me and also realizing that there's a lot of like ancient knowledge from my soul that it also kind of weaves into all of this that is meant to be part of how I serve, how I support others, how I support others in tapping into that for themselves because it is incredibly different and unique for each of us. But the earth experience completely transforms the moment that you choose to live a heart-led life and actually have the integrity and intention to back that up. Yeah. And it's a journey. Like it's not, it's not as overnight as we would want it to be. But I think that's, that's part of the, the sleuthing off of like, what is not actually me, what actually is not in resonance for me and figuring out what actually is. Um, So it's all part of kind of this necessary blossoming and process of, of becoming who you Mm -hmm. actually naturally are. That's beautiful. It really is. It's like, there's so much to living a heart centered life. And I feel like, you know, when you had mentioned that about your, your dad passing from a massive heart attack, my mom also having a heart related, whatever, we don't exactly know what it was, but it was related to her heart, um, causing that. And I wouldn't, I was, instead of thinking, how can I live more in line with like my heart as like a chakra? Like I was like, oh, maybe I should get an EKG. And so it, it reinforces the, the mental state of where we were living, you know, prior to these big threshold moments. And I used to think of living a heart centered life as this ooey gooey, emotional, weak type of thing. Like, you know, how that's what I was sold in my conditioning is that, you know, you have to be strong, you have to be intelligent and all these things. Whereas like, actually, there's probably more intelligence than we could ever capture living in our body, let alone just the heart center energetically and physically, you know, it's pumping, it's keeping us alive on a cellular level. But then all the energetics around that are just so deep. And thank you for highlighting that because that is a huge piece of where you help connect people to. And I'll say from experiencing working with you, either in activation events or through healings or through different avenues, you make it tangible. Like this does seem really amorphous. Like how am I supposed to start living a heart-centered life? I've got all these things going on. And you know, story work is a big part of my work that I help people with is understanding what's your story? What's the story we're telling? How can we experiment and see that that may not have to be true and coming into the heart. And it's like, at first you can't just reprogram and say, 
I now trust my heart, you know, you have, to, you have to give it time because you haven't been on that path. It's like a muscle. I think the heart really is a muscle. So <laughs> go, yes, like, go figure. But you know, when you make it tangible, for me, is just realizing that that life journey that we're on, like everything we're doing and just choosing to notice a little bit how we're acting is really the work and then continuing to notice again and again and again and to center back into that. And I know um, you have plenty of ways to do that, but it's been tangibly possible. And for me, being in the mind for so long, I'm like, what do you mean live a heart-centered life? And so Carrie makes it real and it's, it's absolutely incredible how she does that. Well, thank you, Nicole. And also like a big part of this, which I think is huge with what you help, you've helped me immensely with this. And I'm sure other clients as well. It's like, you get to witness yourself. You get to witness. And for me, it's like, okay, you get to witness how you are choosing to live every moment. Is it scrolling on social media? Is it being present with yourself before going to bed? Is it being present with your loved ones, whatever, however that looks like for you, is it being present while you're making your latte or your breakfast? But I think for you, you help people in the storytelling witness their gifts, but also witness like how that's tangibly impacting their clients, impacting the collective, impacting their communities. And so there's this undertone, which I am huge, very passionate about, of just witnessing yourself witnessing others without judgment and allowing like like this you have this beautiful way of allowing those stories to be reframed almost in like light versus like from a fear or judgmental place um and that's something you've really guided me with significantly and it really is being able to see where we are coming from a place of fear towards ourselves and where we're coming from a place of like love, light or understanding or kind of whatever words you want to use around that to illuminate what that actually is gifting you in any moment and what that's gifting your clients as you serve. Yeah, it's true. It's like witnessing is a huge piece of everything. And thank you for calling that out because like the witnessing that we both help people do is part of the magic is part of the and I say magic lightly meaning like it's it's magic but it's actually real and it's tangible of how we can make the smallest thing become the biggest difference is just witnessing ourselves and being intentional and for me as someone who didn't necessarily consider myself as living intentionally I was you know three three or four years ago I was living this wild you know, corporate life, traveling every week, doing this, doing that, you know, basically on autopilot. And one of my biggest, you know, remembrances of like who I wanted to be was starting to notice, starting to notice things. And that happened on its own. It happened on its own. And I start, and I'll, I'll never forget this because it was so specific. I was like home after this wild time in New York City. It was like a pursuit that we were working on and we were working around the clock for like a week. And it was this very difficult team that was just fighting with each other and I got home and I was so drained and this was right at the beginning of the pandemic and I was outside and I noticed that these tiny daffodils had just started to bloom and I was like wow these bloom now like who knew and then I looked up and I saw the little red um these little red buds on the maple 
that first they set these little red buds. I don't, I don't know the whole process of the maple. And then basically everything goes away for a bit. And then the maple leafs out, you know, in a month or two. But I was like, since when do trees start doing stuff in March? Like, I just had this moment. And then from there, I was already in this, like, realization I needed to change the way I was, you know, living and how I wanted to, who I wanted to be in all this. But those moments were the ones that pulled me back into that intentional presence. And I started to say, what else can I notice? What else can I notice? And, you know, I kind of needed the world to shut down to have that happen. You know, it was a rough, a rough time. And I know you were also going through an extremely rough time because that's right, right before the pandemic, your dad unexpectedly passed and you were unfolding all of that alone. It's like the thresholds we both had at that time, though different, were so incredibly important to who we are now. And so Absolutely. what would you... What would you say to someone who's like at a threshold right now? You know something has to change or life has thrown a curveball your way and things are changing. How do you start to become present and heart-centered even at the hardest time? I love this question. And I think what I would love to circle back with is to what you just said. Like nature powerfully snaps us back into what brings meaning to our lives. For you, it was realizing the buds it's realizing the daffodils it's realizing life actually it's mm -hmm. realizing life and vibrancy and when we're so in the throes and the woes of really dense and intense experiences that are not meant to be bypassed that but like nature shows us what we need to see and if we choose to see that life that vibrancy it's, it almost like sparks something within mm -hmm. our soul. It sparks something in our heart to be able to be like, this cannot be my earth experience. Like this cannot be my life for the rest of my life. Like, at least for me, that was my experience of just like, I refuse to believe that this, this was really when I was working on my nine to five in HR, I was like, I refuse to believe that this is my life. Like come home. Like it felt so autopilot to me. And I allowed it, like I had allowed it to get to that place. So there's some, you know, some lessons there as well. But I really think it's just on any level, communing with nature for you is going to be unique and allowing that to be what it is for you. But at the end of the day, I know on some level, it's going to reconnect you back to life and it's going to reconnect you back to what do I want out of living my life? And how can I feel a little bit more empowered to be the creator of my life? And what does that actually mean? And for me, it's been kind of like working with nature, working with Mother Earth to, to co-create and to figure out that going within allows me to create my outer world. And I didn't always believe that. There were many times in my life where I would have totally called BS, but now it's like, it, it sounds simple, but it's, 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 I, I would highly encourage people to just go figure out what your communing with nature is. And if that's a blip in your day, or if that's, you know, a two hour walk with your dog, amazing, but be with it, be present with this planet, be present with the air. And I promise you, you're going to start witnessing a lot of gifts in how 
um, you feel and how you begin to choose consciously to go within. Yes. Yeah. It's so, it's so moving and meaningful. It's just communing with nature doesn't have to look a certain way. It could be getting outside, paying attention, walking your dog, just walking yourself. I mean, I see so many people walking around my neighborhood with their dogs and, you know, they're like this on their phone. And so not only are they not being present with themselves, they're not even being present with their dog, who's probably like, this is the best part of their entire day. And, you know, that just, it makes me sad how detached we've become. But when you hear the call to become more present in whatever way, it's really as simple as most people have access to being outdoors in some way. Do it. Just give it a whirl. And, you know, Carrie has highlighted for me, you know, she works deeply with this planet and with all of the nature, all of the lands that she visits. And, you know, you reframed this for me. I was like, whoa, you're doing such cool things. You're like, um, hello, do you not grow this crazy, like, garden that's amazing? Like, you're communing with nature in just as deep of a way as I am. So don't let anyone else's way of having that relationship make you feel like yours is any less than because it's just all part of who, who it is. You know, I'd like to share, um, Carrie shared this practice with me that I should do, that I could, could do, not should do, but, you know, going outside and like literally grounding, putting my feet on the earth and just letting everything from my day just kind of drain out and just like give it back to the earth because there's so much power and alchemy that exists that mother earth's going to take it and she's going to repurpose that energy and take it from you. And I thought that was so beautiful and I'm not religious with this, but when I remember I do it, I think you told me about this in like February or something. And I was laughing. I was like outside in the freezing cold and my acupuncturist, if you're listening to this, I was wearing socks. (laughs) (laughs) She always says, keep your feet warm. And I'm like, here I am barefoot on the earth. Take my day. (laughs) So it's such a beautiful practice you shared. And I absolutely Um, I love that. And Carrie's just full of like wisdom like that, that you've discovered, that you've tuned into, that you share with others. And that's how, how you make this tangible on top of like drawing you back to you. That's like one of the greatest gifts I've seen you give me is like, you don't send people outward into the abyss to look for something. You're like, hey, like, just do a 180 and, like, look back at you and look at all that. Like, that's incredible. That's amazing. And I'm curious, like, how do you, how did you know to do that for people? Like, what gives you that inkling to, like, draw people back to themselves in this, in this way? I mean, I feel like I probably should have, like, an answer ready for this, but I think it's just wanting people to live an empowered and vibrant life that's not in fear. It was it was out of my own desire to like get out of autopilot and this like actual refusal to be like I this cannot be my life for the rest of my hopefully like, you know, 70 years of life. Like this I this can't be it. This can't be all that this human experience has for me. Mm-hmm. And you know, that was kind of coming from my mind, right? Of just like I can't and it was coming from my ego of like all these things but I being on this other side where I feel much more connected to who I am at a soul level I know that for every person breathing air every being on this planet deserves to feel liberated in their unique medicine shine in their what fuels them 
not what drains them. And so it is this kind of like, yes, we can seek so much from our external worlds. And yes, you know, we need food and sustenance and shelter and all the beautiful things that this earth realm can provide us. But um, the bigger ask and what this planet is really asking us to do is to go within. And in that like actual relationship of going within, it expands your relationship with every other person in your field and with this planet who ultimately all want to see you live an expansive, wonderful, like miraculous life and actually believe that that can be not only feasible for you, but like in your actual current reality. Totally. It's so true. It's absolutely true. And it's like the way I feel like that just is further like mirroring and proof of your gifts that like, this is just something you knew. This is within you. And you just had to have the moments to help you turn the light switch on to be like, oh, there it is. Like, there's the answer. Like, it's behind that one thing on the shelf that, like, you didn't move for a while. And then right behind it was, like, the aha moment. Like, go within. Look within. Because, you know, I've heard some, I think, you know, spiritual people say, as within, so without. Or, uh, you know, all of those things. And it's actually true. And when you hear it said... It doesn't really, to me, it didn't land until I had the right ears to hear it. And I mean, the right ears were just, my frequency was available to hear it. You know, there's different layers of people walking around on this earth right now that have different availability, capacity, whatever you want to call it, to hear and see what's needed. And I like to think of that as protective resistance. Like, I think that we have these things protecting us for what we're ready and available to handle at any given moment. And it, it is a frequency. It's, it's all of this stuff. And so when you feel that ping, when you're like, oh, okay, something's going on here, <laughs> you know, encourage you to look within. And, you know, I recently, Carrie and I took a, a, a working vacation, if you will, to um, Grayton Beach, Florida, along 30A there, which was a very special place for Carrie. And, um, you know, when we have hiccups or things like this, like in getting to our destination or whatever, it, knowing what I know now about how life works, it felt like a divine detour in a way. So I, um, some people who know me closely know the story that I was flying from Philadelphia to Atlanta, Atlanta to the beach, and I got stuck on the plane for a while and had no luck in getting to Florida for three days. So I was like, I'm just going to drive from Atlanta to the beach, which is a lovely drive through Alabama. <laughs> And it was quite the ride, but it felt like a divine detour. And, you know, what's great about this is that Carrie met me at my rental car in the airport and we got to the beach for sunset. And, you know, I could, we could have literally let everything that happened, like, take two to three days of fun from the trip, right? Like, it was a delay. I could have been in a bad mood or whatever. It was like a funny haha at this point that I'd just driven through Alabama. I went to a Bucky's, which was a whole experience, <laughs> which I'm like, wow, this is a, it, it's like Target meets Wawa meets Christmas tree shops meets theme park all in one. It was a whole moment. And so I have these beautiful memories of driving through Alabama <laughs> and we get to the beach at sunset, right at the most beautiful sunset. And we like, open our like beach thing and we sit and we see this most glorious sunset. Do you, it kind of reminds me, Carrie, the sun of the sunrise of the photos you just took in Zion National Park, that like rays of light. And then we noticed 
that we were sitting in front of a house that had this, what we thought was a weather vane. And we're like, oh my gosh, because Carrie had been seeing herons, blue herons, in Grayton Beach for the few days before. And blue herons are assigned to me, they're assigned to Carrie for very different things, but we're like, look at that house, it has a blue heron weather vane, how unique. <laughs> and had we been like in our, you know, outer world, like focus, like all these issues and problems versus like, wow, we're just gonna ground here on this beach and enjoy this beautiful sunset, we probably would have never seen this. Spoiler alert, this was not a weather vane. This was a legitimate heron on someone's giant roof. It just made it look so small. And we had like the best moment experiencing this together. And so, you know, coming back to that, like, I feel like if this would have happened to either of us, like, before we started realizing these thresholds were just part ways for us to look in, into ourselves, it would have been a totally different experience. We probably wouldn't have seen one heron that whole trip. <laughs> you know, if we were in a different mindset. And so it kind of brings the combination of like, looking within, like rolling with it. Now there's a lot of inner work that I've been able to do, to have been able to be like, okay, I'm gonna sit, I'm sitting on a plane in Philadelphia, renting a car in Atlanta, just in case I need to drive because I'm fairly certain 4th of July is not gonna have a lot of flights. You know, I just, I was prepared. But what unfolded in that time, you know, we, as we were as we were floating in the sacral chakra of the United States, aka the water of the Gulf of Mexico, like we had so many moments there. And I feel like it was this huge new chapter for both of us as we went on, you know, the past three months. Not even. Has it been three months? Two? Two months. Two months. Yeah. It feels like we both lived like entire lifetimes in these two months. And so when you start to convene with nature, you start to look within, things speed up in a good way. We slowed they down really do. to speed up. And so, you know, over the last two months, I know Carrie has literally been to so many different countries, so many different places traveling. And what I've witnessed in you and all these unfoldings for you, it's like, this beautiful way that you've become, you've become a new person, but you're still Carrie, but you know, everything that you've discovered about yourself and going within and all this has led to some really awesome things coming up. And I know, I know I'm lucky enough to work with Carrie in her business. So I get to see this stuff behind the scenes, but tell me about when these new things dropped in for you over the summer, like how did you start to trust your vision of like what was coming for you, for your business and everything that's coming up? Yeah. You know, I just also have to echo what you shared because that trip in Florida was, it was a threshold of not just a rebirth, but of like of our becoming of this next level. Um, and I, I really, really deeply feel that for both of us. And I think nature was giving us surprises and gifts to kind of like validate, but it's also this remembering of, again, that's like when our inner world creates our outer world, it's like, it's this constant, like co-creation. It's this constant movement and nature is like wants to syncopate with us like that. And it can harmonize with us very quickly if we allow that. And I think that's what we both experienced together and in our own way in that particular place that allowed us to have like, I think, I guess it was more like two and a half months at this point, the last two and a half months to be 
as profound as it was for both of us. Cause it's not just, you know, what I've been through, Nicole, like you've had your own beautiful, like major inward journey, which is just so incredible to witness as your friend. Um, and so, so that's a whole other thing, but I think it's, it's like, as you just start becoming more and more, and as you start liberating, like more of this, like, truest essence from within ideas just start dropping in and for me those ideas revolved around the heart it revolved Mm -hmm. around different aspects of um weaving in like connecting human hearts truly to back to themselves the power within and within the heart of this planet and like what does that actually look like what does that harmonization look like what does that feel like but the first step is truly like getting into relationship with your heart space. And that starts with presence that starts with actual presence. And so then I just started kind of like having all these different ideas of a myriad of things that I wanted to roll out in the fall thinking, you know, back to school, back to presence. We all need like this, like, you know, this back to school energy, you know, for everyone in the collective right now, as we enter, fall and um these initial you know for last couple i should say last couple of weeks of summer it is this recalibration into routine we're in virgo season too so it's this, this invitation that energy is ripe for us to go within to figure out what our needs are how can we feel more present and alive in this life in this human experience and go from there Yeah, so far Virgo season has been like the gift that keeps on giving in the most interesting ways, (laughs) I think for me personally. So, you know, it's so, it's interesting what you said about how like that was, that trip was a threshold. And I love how you shared about you trusted and you dropped into those ideas. You let them come to you. And I asked you that specifically because I know that there's a lot of people that come to me and they're like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do that, but I'm not sure. And you know what, had you tried to force ideas that you're doing now, like six or eight months ago, they would have come out totally different. They wouldn't have been wrong, but they happen in this way for a reason. And you were fully, I don't like to think of us as like having to surrender, but you were fully present to allowing life, the universe, this planet to show you what you needed to see. And you were also receiving it. You know, sometimes I walk around, like, I feel like this, like, with, well, you can't, maybe you can't see me, but I'm walking around with, like, blinders on. Like, I'm like, don't look left, don't look right, just, like, focus on what you're doing, when really the most magical things are, like, completely in the periphery, and it just takes a slight shift of body to look left, to look right, to notice, and to be present with that. And I'm so excited for you, because I know that, like, you know, Carrie and I tune in with each other all the time, but, you know, I remember one particular call in Greece this summer where we were connecting. I was like, Carrie, who are you? You look like a different person. You're so like light and flowy and airy and like just living her best life in Greece and just, you know, still getting everything going while doing this meaningful travel and having this adventure. And I say adventure of a lifetime because it is, but I know for Carrie, it's just adventure of the summer because there's going to be more. (laughs) It's so fun to witness and to see. And I just love that you allow that for your life and do that. It's really, really cool. It is an allowance, you know, it's an allowance for each of us and it's an allowance for us to see the spectrum that is available to us um, and allow 
what we're meant to kind of be a channel for in bringing down into this planet, allowing that to fully flow versus kind of like not really having a little bit more confusion or lack of clarity. And I will say, you know, when these things kind of came in, that's where I can lean on you, Nicole, because we also, I, you know, you are my business mentor extraordinaire for many different things, strategy, I mean, everything. And it's like, I know that I can have that allowance and surrender to all of those ideas because I know I have the support. Like truly, I'm not just saying this, I know that I have the support in you to allow that to fully kind of come down before I get in my mind around like, okay, well, like, what is this going to entail? And like, how I'm going to do this all by myself? And like, can I really tackle another launch? And like, it's like all the energy expenditure, you know, I go through my own human emotions as it relates to my business as well. But I think what's been the biggest catalyst for me has been investing and working with you, Nicole, it's been profound. And I always, I mean, we will always have an incredibly deep friendship, 100%. But to have this other aspect of knowing that you can meet me in how I want to serve this world through these myriad of ideas. And in this particular moment, it's a bunch of heart-centered things for the fall. It's like, we just met a couple of days ago to really hammer down like specific details that are actually tangible strategy that feels like achievable for me and for you like to actually give me the support that I need to, to make this happen for me to actually weave my unique medicine into the world versus staying. I spent a lot of years in my business kind of being in hesitancy because I didn't have the support. I didn't know certain things. I didn't know how to do a launch. I didn't know how to like strat, like what is strategy? I, I like, what is business social media like supposed to like, I, it's just, I had an aversion to all of these things. And I think it's because I didn't have, and I didn't allow in aligned support. And for the first time working with you, I feel like I actually have wholeheartedly aligned support which really makes you feel unstoppable. Like it's the most magical gift. And so I think, yes, it's being able to have these ideas, but it's being able to have people have your back in bringing them to life. And who not only, you know, are getting paid to do that, but want like from a soul level, want to support you in bringing those things to this planet. And that's just what I value beyond measure about our business relationship because it's just it is a, a part of my foundation it, it actually is part of my foundation and um it just means the world to me so i just feel like i needed to say that and Thank i really you. mean it and it's a big part of how i'm able to do what i'm doing Thank you. I'm like on the verge of tears because when people are nice to me, I just lose it. I lose it a bit because I'm like, oh my gosh. But it's like you mirroring back that I'm able to help you do that just means so much to me. And I, I love working with you. I love being your friend, but I love working with you because you have such integrity. You have such vision. And for you to not shine that into the world would be such a disservice to everyone. And it's like a ripple effect. Every time, you know, Carrie drops in to somewhere or someone, it's like it tenfolds out, hundred million folds out. And so like for you to have that hesitancy to share that gift and to, you know, kind of be 
in this one realm of business and think you're kind of stuck in a certain layer, a certain container, a certain label. I work with you and others who want to disrupt that within themselves because there's so much more you want to do. Like, I think I remember one of the first times we ever met, like, you would tell me, like, well, this is what I'm doing, but then, like, that lean in, like, quiet, but, like, what I really want to do is, and then I'm like, yes, like, all ears, and I'm like, that's what we're going to do, and, like, for me, intuitively and just strategically, I see it unfold, like, a hundred million page brochure just start to unfold and, like, lead the path for me of, like, oh, this is exactly how it's going to unfold, and here's how I can support you with that. And it feels so exciting because to me, that's where I'm excited and you delivering this magic. And I've gotten to experience it all firsthand. Like everything you deliver is just stellar. And so it's like, it's just going to continue to transform people's lives. And I am super excited for it. I want to mention that recently Carrie and I did, um, she has a service called Divine Gaia Codes. And we did a journey where Carrie taps in to the land of wherever you want to go and she has like a set place set amount of places that you know have deeper codexes that you can really dive into or you can select somewhere you know that you just feel intuitively called to and so mark and i got engaged in budapest hungary and i said carrie i feel resonant with this land like can we go on a journey and i had the most fun incredible activating experience through this we're gonna have to do a whole podcast on it because i want to talk about what i was able to learn through this what carrie showed me but while it was a deep remembrance of so many things for me just experiencing this you helped me have fun with it and so while some of this like threshold activity you know, where we're like becoming a new version of ourselves, learning new ways to show up for ourselves, becoming intentionally present, it's not all very serious. Like it can be really fun, lighthearted, energetic, like, holy crap, that's a bird on a roof. Like so many things happen when you start to allow this way. And Carrie's like a huge highlighter of that. Like you really bring forward that fun and that energy and that lightheartedness even in the most serious, deep remembrance, you know, ways, it's just, it's an incredible gift. And I, I love that for you. So we're going to have to do a second one all about divine guide codes, because I think everyone should do it like quarterly. You should go somewhere else. It's almost like a vacation, but like from my pink chair behind me and having this unique experience. Now I will say like some of them might be a little bit deeper, like Egypt. I'm sure we would need like a whole, like a whole journey because Egypt is like, rich a rich place full of information for many of us and carrie just recently got back from there but oh i'm so excited for everything that this fall is bringing for both of us but especially everything coming back into the heart you know it's somewhere i'm newly journeying myself so i'm so glad to have you in it so carrie tell us what you have coming up next this fall and i'll include all this in the show notes but i would love to hear from hear it from you Yes. You know, uh, next week on September 12th, I'm having a free masterclass. It's around harvesting the presence and the power of your heart. And um, I'm super excited. It's going to be 75 minutes. It's going to be a little bit of an activation journey, but I'm also going to be sharing a tangible heart-centered practice that's simple but incredibly profound. Um, I'd love to have you there if it resonates. 
And then, yeah, the following week on the 21st of September, I am officially starting Master Heart. It is more than a mastermind. And it's really kind of this like three month explorative journey back into the heart space with aligned support, intuitive guidance and coaching and um, a beautiful, wonderful opening and closing ceremony for the fall equinox and the winter solstice. And it's really just coming back to presencing yourself with your heart and knowing that that's where your power and your sovereignty really lies. It's going to be good. It's going to be amazing. It already is amazing. So I'm excited for that. Definitely join the free masterclass. If you haven't experienced Carrie's energy at all, like you'll get to see the intention, the love, and just the magic that gets poured into everything she does. And Master Heart is going to be a transformative experience that will ripple out into everyone's life for a very long time. So I just love that it's aligned with the seasons, you know? As a corporate girly, we think we think in quarters, but now I've started to think in seasons as a gardener, and I love I love that you've done that. So, Carrie, final question for you today: What is currently making your soul bloom? I love this question so much, and I think what is currently making my soul bloom is connection and communication with like soul family. And when I say soul family, I mean like my connection with Unicole is beyond, like I said before, this lifetime. And it's so deep and also like um, illuminating in so many ways. But I have various people in my life who are in different ways, bring out different parts of me and bring out this deeper remembrance of what my truth is. And so I think what's really allowing my soul to bloom right now is just connection and community around this truly aligned soul family in my life um, beyond my wonderful bloodline family and my friends in various circles. There's, there's just a unique connection and um, potency to these soul family connections that I just really deeply nourish. And I'm just so grateful that you are one of them. Oh, thank you. I love that answer. I love asking this question because it's so it brings everyone to their heart in this magical way that I didn't even know when I was asking the question, but now I've made that connection. So thank you for sharing. I am very much looking forward to having more conversations with you on this podcast. And of course in, in real life. And I just love you so much and everything you're doing. So thank you. Thank you so much for being you, for being on the podcast and for being such a dear friend. Thank you for everything, Nicole. Thank you to all of your listeners and your community. I hope you felt something during this conversation. Nicole is absolutely amazing. So the fact that you're even in her orbit just says so much about you as a heart and as a soul. So keep going. And um, thanks for listening. Thank you for your presence.